Hi, welcome back to I, Me, Everything. Thank you again for trekking on this amazing journey of rediscovery with me. Again, my name is Tosha, or you may call me Tosh for short. Today, I would like to tell you a little about who you're in this journey with. But before I begin, I would like to invite you to my group on Facebook, I.me.everything. It's a safe place where we can talk about rediscovery of self, um, being middle age, empty nesters, um, divorcees, single, just a very safe place where we can talk about the things that we want to endeavor in or the things that we want to learn about or just life in general. So if you do love the podcast and if you are enjoying what you're hearing, come on over and follow me. Uh, also, I would like to thank Jennifer Thompson. Um, you can find Jennifer Thompson on Spotify and you can find her on TikTok. Jennifer Thompson helped me uh, to start my podcast and also just gave me a lot of encouraging words um, in a very low place. And I appreciate everything that she has done for me thus far. And if you would like to listen to her on Spotify, she has an amazing podcast. You can go to Expo Narcos 52. And again, that's on Spotify, Expo Narcos 52. E-X-P-O-N-A-R-C-O-S 52. Another uh, mention would be Dante Johnson. I just thank him. He is my spiritual brother. I thank him so much for just going through daily with me um, and encouraging me, uplifting me, praying with me, and just just being a a great person, just a great guy. Uh, Dante, I love you and I appreciate you so much. So as we begin, as I said, I would just like to Um, give you a little insight on who you are trekking with. So I am a 44-year-old divorcee and empty nester, all happening within the same year. My youngest is 19, my oldest is 27, and I have one grandson, and he is amazing, a one-year-old. Dorian, I love you. (laughs) Uh, So 44 years old, I've uh, lived over the United States, by way of um, just journeying, being younger with my family, and then also through career path. Um, I've had a very fortunate life, um, very a very sweet life, I believe, but also in that sweetness, as anybody knows, before you can get any kind of sugar or anything like that, you got to mix it up a little bit. So there's been a mixture of a few things. Um, for the most part, for me, Uh, starting this journey is a scary thing. Um, It's a thing um, that is uncharted for me. Uh, I've been married uh, actually twice. I got married at 18 years old and we were definitely too young. Great guy, love him to death, good friends to this day. And then I married my husband or my ex-husband now uh, a couple of years later and we stayed married for 20 years. Um, so I, I have not had the opportunity um, to do any discovering on my own. It was from a young age, raising children and being a young wife all the way up until now. So it's a very scary place uh, for me. Um, it's not only a scary place for me, but it's a place of excitement as well. I have to be honest, um, a place where um, ambition is fluid Uh, And it's also a place where a lot of self-discovery happens. 
Um, I am learning what I like and what I don't like at this moment and at this time in my life. And that's why I invite you to come along with me on this amazing journey, um, a journey of redeveloping. And I know there's plenty of people, men and women out there, they may be in the same boat as me or may just be starting uh, marriage, may just be starting having children. But no matter if it's a finish or it's a start, there are things that come in with that. Uh, And I think that um, voices um, somehow have been muted um, over the years because we're so, so busy and so focused on making sure things are right and making sure the marriage works or making sure the kids are okay. Somewhere in the midst of that, our voice becomes muted and we forget about us as each single individual. I know that when couples get married, you fuse these two beautiful souls or spirits into one, but sometimes we forget about ourselves. And one thing I learned now on this journey, I had lost myself um, way back in the marriage, way back in motherhood, uh, sisterhood or whatever hat that I was wearing. And now I'm at a place where I can take off all of those hats and fill my own hair, fill my own head, And um, it's a place unknown for me. So as I get ready to discover who I am, actually, and get ready to discover what I like and what I don't like, I invite you on this amazing journey. I invite your testimonies. I invite your experience on this journey with me. Um, The reason why we have experience and we have testimonies is so someone that's going through the same thing that we've been through has an opportunity to know that someone has made it through and has the opportunity not to make the same mistakes. So that is who you're trekking with. Um, a, 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 it's a newness. It's a, it's a, a greatness. Um, and it's a factor where I'm at in life now that is needed. So I thank you just for listening thus far. I thank you for um, being a part of this great journey. Uh, it is a it is a place where this discovery is going to be. I'm not going to have a camera over my shoulder every five minutes. No, but there are some things that I want to do that I think will be uh, noteworthy. I think will be podcast worthy. I think will be uh, video worthy. Um, I want to encompass traveling. Um, that's something that I was not able to do because of circumstances that you will learn throughout my podcast. Um, I want to learn what I like. I like golf, maybe. I learned that I like fishing a little. Um, Arts, music, Broadway. Uh, There's so many different aspects in life that I have not even tapped into yet. And I'm super excited about. But more so than that, before I can even get to those places to where it can put a smile on my face, I have to remember how to smile again. Uh, The marriage that I came out of, Uh, towards the end of it, um, was disheartening, Um, very unfair, very hard, very traumatic, um, very devastating. And I, and I don't mean that in a sense of, uh, lightness. I mean, I laid in the bed for over two months deciding if life was worth living. So this discovery is very important Um, because I fought for it. I fought for this discovery of myself 
when I decided to get up and when I decided life was worth living, when I decided that I owed my children and my parents, I decided that I owed my siblings the best part of me. When I had given the, I thought the best part of me to someone um, who was undeserving. So this is going to be the best of my life, the best years to come. And I thank you for uh, choosing to be a part of this journey with me. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to I, Me, Everything. Again, thank you for trekking on this amazing journey of rediscovery. Again, my name is Tosha, but you may call me Tosh for short. In continuation of getting to know me, I quickly realized that I don't even know myself. Um, this is going to be an amazing journey, truly, because everything that you are going to see, everything that you're going to hear is going to be completely pure, completely organic, and I am so ready for it. Um, so as I was getting ready for this podcast, one thing is I, I would sit down and I would write out a million different little things that I would like to talk about. And I, I don't want to do anything that's scripted. I want to do everything organic and everything from my heart. Um, so bear with me if there's pauses. Uh, bear with me if I stutter because I am learning. Um, this is very new to me um, with expression, um, which is an art form, expressing who I am. Um, being able to speak freely about my experiences in life, um, not to discredit anyone else, but speaking from a place within me through the eyes of myself with each experience um, that I talk about. So the first thing is um, I need to understand what I like and what I don't like. But before I can understand what I like and what I don't like, I need to set up a base, if that makes sense, a camp, so to speak. Um, first time in my life, I don't have to pick where I want to live based on a career. I don't have to pick where I want to live based on the school system. I don't have to pick where I want to live based on uh, the economical values of that state or that um, zip code or whatever the case may be. I can truly pick where I want to live because it is solely me. So here's the thing. One thing that I've learned, because I have lived in a lot of different places. For instance, I've lived in Las Vegas. Yes, Las Vegas, Sin City. Um, What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. And trust me, you'll hear a little bit of it, but not all. (laughs) Uh, Also, um, I have lived in Utah. Beautiful, beautiful state. Um, A very genuine, organically genuine state with a lot of beautiful people in it. Um, For a a short period of time, I lived in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, Very country, um, military though. Um, Was a great experience. I was glad it was over. I am definitely born in Florida. I am a Florida girl to the fullest. Florida, as we say. Uh, Right here from Tampa. I live in Florida currently. Um, I won't give away my location because of, uh, of course, divorce, but I am in Florida. I've also lived in this dynamic place, this beautiful state that probably gets overlooked a lot, and it is the state of Missouri. 
um, as they call it, Missouri. Um, Missouri was definitely a gorgeous state. All four seasons, I mean, truly four seasons. Spring, winter, fall, summer, beautiful. The changing of the trees, the crisp in the air. Just a beautiful, a beautiful state. Um, Where I lived in Missouri, though, was a small community, 10,000 people at Topping, um, 1% black. It was uh, challenging at first, extremely challenging. Um, But as the community got used to us, it began to open up and it was a dynamic uh, um, experience full of love. There was a lot of love there. Um, There was a lot of uh, community bonding, helping, in which I love that. They had their issues now. Um, If you've ever seen Ozarks, go ahead and look at it on Netflix. Uh, Definitely is true. Um, But on the other side of it, a beautiful experience. And there's some other states, Georgia. uh, Yeah, Georgia. Anyway, (laughs) did live there. It's a great Mecca for the African-American community and culture. Um, Just not my taste. Uh, Didn't have a great experience there. Wasn't a bad one. Just don't like it really, truly. Um, Tennessee was beautiful. Um, It was very cute. Uh, But those are just some of the places. But in each different place, um, there was things that I liked and things that I didn't like. But for overall, I think I love being in a place where I have all four seasons. I love watching the trees turn. I I most definitely love when the bulbs come out for the fresh flowers and the tulips and um, I love to feel the crisp in the air in fall. I love to hear the birds chirping early spring. Um, I love to see people out on their canoes and getting their boats out. I love the country setting of things. I love the slower pace of things. The only thing I like about the city is the diversity <clears throat> of the city. Um, not only for diversity as far as culture, but diversity and experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, for overall, what I just learned about myself and from being where I am now in Florida, that it's too fast paced for me. It's too congested for me. And I kind of like the slower quality of things. So that's my number one goal is to find out where I want to live. Um, And then what's so great about it is I can live anywhere for any amount of time because it's just me by myself. I could trek this whole world if I, if I would like to, um, and that may be the case. <laughs> I'm not sure yet, but that is one of the first goals that I need to um, do is find out what's going to be suitable for me. A lot of times in life, we don't get the opportunity to just indulge in our own likes. Um, <clears throat> we always have to take someone else's opinion or someone else's likes into consideration, especially if we're married, especially if you have children, especially if you have a career, um, especially if you're career driven at that. Um, Sometimes they will put an action plan in front of you and kind of um, maneuver your career in the way that they feel like it's best for whatever company you're working for. So right now, the freedom that I have to be able to pick where I want to be is amazing. The second part of that After I pick where I want to be, or even before, I need to choose what I want to do in life also. 
Um, that sounds so foreign to me because I've always been a worker bee. I've always been an innovator also um, and learned to be a, a, bu- a business guru, as I would call it. <clears throat> so right now, do I want to go back into the career field that I'm accustomed to? Do I want to reestablish businesses as I'm accustomed to? Do I want to go full-fledged in ministry as I am accustomed to as well? I have so many different hats that I've worn and it feels good to be able um, to be setting in a position where I can choose. I'm not, I didn't say it was easy. I said being able to set in a position where I can choose. Um, if most of you don't know, uh, my career path is I'm an executive director in hospitality. Um, it's a, a very fast paced and strenuous job title. Um, it has great benefits though. Um, I've traveled in a lot of places because of my career. Um, I make a great salary because of my career. I've had great experiences because of my career. I've met a lot of great people because of my career and because of the work that I do with my career, because of the ambition that I have when I sit inside of a position and everything that I create there from SOPs to budgets to P&Ls, the whole nine, um, I've met CEOs over big organizations. I've sat at the table with multimillionaires. Um, I've sat at the table with a lot of celebrities too. Um, and I'm not tooting my own horn because they we didn't exchange numbers or nothing like that. But I am telling you that I work very hard. Um, and because I work hard, my resume is exquisite, I would say, um, because I worked for it. And with that, um, that kind of broadens and opens up my opportunities of being able to pick where I want to be. Um, if you are listening to this and you are trying to decide your career path and decide what you want to do in life, make sure it's something that when you put your hands to it, the fulfillment of it is what, what you're dedicated to more so than the wage of it or the salary of it. Um, money is a great thing, but what I've come to realize is money does not buy happiness. Money does not even buy things that you're passionate about. Your heart does. Um, so if there's something that you're passionate about in your heart, whether it's doing hair, whether it's counseling, whether it's preaching, whether it's rapping, Um, whether it's crocheting, knitting, quilting, whatever you're passionate about, do it and put, I mean, put your all into it and make that your career. Because if you do the thing that you love, you will never get tired of it. So for me, I love hospitality. I love being able to work with people that are sometimes overlooked. How many times have you went on vacation to a hotel and walk past the public area person or walk past a housekeeper or just interact with the front desk person for only a minute or made a thousand complaints to a hotel not knowing how hard those people work to put food on their table for their family. When you come in with your family and tear up, your kids running all over the place, the dog messing up stuff and you might have found something on the floor and now you want compensation and oh my gosh, it's just so many different things. So I have a passion for it. Um, just to give you a little, a little example of what I'm saying, um, I started in hospitality at the Venetian Hotel. And I sat under a phenomenal 
mentor by the name of Margaret Walker Shaw and Oberdella Finley. And um, when I started there, I just thought housekeeping was housekeeping. And once I got into it, I saw the different dynamics and the things that come with being a housekeeper. And I ran into a lot of people. I'll never forget, I ran into a couple of my housekeepers that were from the Philippines. And we were just exchanging stories about life. And I was telling them that I was getting ready to go to the dentist and I was going to get my teeth redone. And one of the housekeepers, I'm not going to say her name, she walks over to me and she says, open your mouth. And I was like, okay. So I opened my mouth and she's like, oh, your cuspid, da-da-da-da, and your molar, da-da-da-da, you need a quadrilateral. I'm like, whoa, housekeeper, what are you talking about? She said, I'm a housekeeper here. She said, in my country, I was a dentist. And I looked and I was like, why? The first thing you think is, why in the world are you cleaning rooms and you could be a dentist? And I know how much dentists work, make because I went to school for hygienists. Um, I'm looking at her like, why? She said, they would not allow me. They don't allow you to transfer over your degrees if you got them in a different country. I would have to go to school all over again here. And it's too expensive here. And other countries, they get their college for free. America, you're going to pay for it. <clears throat> so that means that you can't come over here and make the money that Americans have to pay for to get into that career to make. Long story short, I, I quickly realized that there was a different kind of dynamic to housekeeping. There was a different kind of, of life underneath those housekeeping uniforms. There were stories back there. There was doctors. I ran into a doctor, as I said, a dentist. Um, I ran into CEOs. I ran into ex-pastors. I mean, just camouflaged in hospitality. And it gave me a passion for it. So now, that passion over the last almost 17 years have fused me into a dynamic monster of an executive. And um, because of the great mentors I've had, Margaret Walker Shaw, Arbadella Finley, um, I just, I am, I'm over the top um, with what's about to happen in my life and me being able to choose where I can go. So I'm thinking to myself, um, I want a little slower place, a little slower pace, I mean, slower little town. Um, and I'm going to start from there. The next thing I'm going to do once I think about going back into the career, and I think that's what I'm going to do and find the place where I want to live. This is going to sound strange and this is going to sound crazy, but the next thing I'm going to do is find me a proper therapist. I know some people don't believe in therapy. Some people say, all you got to do is pray and go to God. And you are most definitely right because he comes first. But I want to make sure out of all of the hurts that I've been through and all the traumas that I've been through, I don't take them into the next part of my life. I want to make sure I clean out all the muck from over the past, I'm not going to tell my real age, 22 years, <laughs> over the past years that I've been through. I want to clean all of that out. 
I want a fresh start. And I want my fresh start to begin with on my insides. It doesn't matter what I look like on the outside because there is beauty on the outside of all of us. But what do you, what do your insides look like? What does your heart look like? The Bible says no man knows the heart but God. But what do you feel like on the inside? When you wake up in the morning, do you wake up heavy? Can you go a day without thinking about some kind of trauma or hurt? Can you go somewhere and speak to someone and it don't trigger you? Those are the things that I want to be eliminated from my life. So after I find out where I want to live and I have that beautiful job, the next thing I'm going to add is my therapist. And my therapist, I'm going to sit under until I feel like I'm free enough to get from under. And that therapist might be a pastor in a church, or it might be a paid therapist, a psychologist. Um, But whatever the case may be, that's something that I want to do for me. And I'm not ashamed and I'm not afraid to speak freely about wanting to heal myself, wanting to be better than I've ever been in my life. I'm a strong person, but I want to be strengthened on the inside. I want my emotions to be in place intact fully. I don't want to be triggered by my past. My past is never going anywhere. It is my testimony to tell others how they can make it through by seeing me. But I just want it to be just that, a testimony. I don't want it to be a feeling. I don't want it to be attached to my emotions. I don't want sorrow to come behind it. So for me, these steps that I'm going to take, I'm going to strategically take these steps to ensure that the next part of my life is a part full of memories that I want to remember and not ones that I want to forget and push to the side. Now, after the therapist, or as I'm picking this therapist, another thing that I would love to do for myself, um, I love to decorate. So I've, 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 I've come to realize I've always been a classy decorator. Um, I started off as a traditional decorator. Now I went into a little modern decorating. But since it's going to be me, solely single me, I think I want to do the luxury boho. And if you don't know what luxury boho is, it's where you see all the beautiful plants, the macrae, and things of such, a little bit of art. <clears throat> and... um. I think that's the way I want my inside of my home to be because the peace that I'm going to bring inside my home, I want to be able to get up in the morning and see it in everything. I want to be able to envision my peace when I wake up in the morning. So if I did have a stressful day at work, when I pull in my garage and I did say pull in my garage, so that means that is not an apartment or maybe uh, when I pull into my garage and I take off my work shoes that will stay in the garage because I'm not trekking that weight in my house. When I open my door, I want to feel the vibrations, the anointing of peace as soon as I open my door. I'm telling you, I am about to live my best life. It is going to be all about me for a moment. That does not mean I'm forgetting about my children, forgetting about my siblings, forgetting about my mother, but I am quite, or my father, I'm quite sure that they want this just as bad as I do for me. So when I walk into my house, I want to be able to breathe some great air because I have plants everywhere. I want to be able to feel the anointing and the spirit of God when I walk in my house. 
So whatever has tried to attach to me coming from work or coming from out in the street, wherever I am, it stays on the outside. I want to be able to get in my bed and suck down into my comfort and learn how to enjoy just being at peace at all times, if possible. And when I tell you I'm going to try my best for it, I'm going to try my best for it. The next thing, when I find this beautiful job and this beautiful place to live and this amazing therapist with this beautiful luxury boho home, then I'm going to start working a little on myself as far as aesthetics, you know. I like tattoos, but I don't like them to look all over the place. That's, 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 that's a little bit too much for me. One, two, or three is cute, I think. I like things to be very dainty and tasteful, if that even go together. Um, I have a tattoo of my ex-husband's name on my body. I already know the tattoo I'm going to cover it up with, and um, I'm going to do so. Um, this, when I tell you this is going to be such an amazing experience for me, because life goes on. You can't lay there and die in circumstance. You can't lay there and die in a situation when you still got breath in your body. One thing about me, when I try this, and I've been trying this, um, when this first happened, I laid in that bed for months. I couldn't get up. God sent me an angel. When I tell you God sent me an angel, Luke Sanders loved him to death. When I tell you God sent that young man into my life at the right time, you just don't know, but you'll learn. But I give myself 24 hours to grieve over whatever the situation is, to be upset about whatever the situation is, to be angry, to be pitiful. But on that 25th hour, I get up and I get back to business. And I think that's what we all should do. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to grieve enough. We don't allow ourselves to, to, to let emotions flow fluidly. We bottle them up. Do you know that anger and, and, and strife and hatred and hurts create all kind of illness and sickness? Where do you think acid reflux comes from? Stomach pains and ulcers. Unharbored emotion. So I give myself 24 hours to go through whatever I'm going to go through, throw my attachment, whatever it's going to be, and then I get my butt up. So I'm going to allow myself to cover that tattoo up. I'm going to add a couple, and I'm going to add a couple piercings. If you do know me, you know I love my piercings, but the only reason I don't wear them um, where they're visible um, is because of my career. But I'm going to add a couple of more of those, just one or two. Um, I already have tragus. I've had the labrae. I've had the nose piercing. That's as far as it'll go. I'm just going to add a cluster. Um, if you want to know what it is, all you got to do is uh, ask, and I will let you know. And then besides that, working out. Um, I build muscle really quick, so I'm very careful. But when I tell you I'm ready to be cute... I'm ready to be cute on the inside to where it just throws up on the outside and my skin glows at all times. 
I'm ready to cover up any marks of past history, past hurts, and past traumas. I'm ready to glow when my self-esteem is at its highest because I felt it at its lowest. I am just ready to live this abundant and beautiful life because I still have breath in my body to do so. Besides that, after that, I'm going to add a little bit of trekking and that's where you guys come in to follow. I am going to go on an amazing journey around this world. I am going to fill that passport and I am going to research cultures because that's something that I'm very into. I want to try new foods because I'm greedy. (laughs) I am definitely a foodie, but I I love the different cultures um, and the way that you bond with people is through food. I can't wait to try uh, fufu, an African dish. Everybody been on it for a while, but I've been eating it because I eat yuca and that's what they make it with. Um, So I'm ready to try it. Really. But um, I'm ready to venture out. I'm ready to go on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise and I'm going to do it. I was thinking about doing it this year, um, but I have a whole goal list already. It might have to wait till next year. If you would like to become a traveling partner with me, you most definitely can. Um, I invite you all to come and travel and trek and let's learn this thing called life. And let's, let's live it abundantly and above all that we could ask or think. I'm also doing these podcasts. I, me, everything is on Facebook. And I just started to do the Tiki Tac, TikTok, the, t- <laughs> the TikTok. Um, and that's where I'm going to put up the videos of trying new foods. Um, I love to do mukbang or mukbang. Um, I love to do spice challenges. All of that will be on TikTok. Um, and then I will sometimes put it up on I, Me, Everything. But this is about to be a journey of discovery. <coughs> Excuse me. This is about to be a journey of discovery. Learning what I like and what I dislike. And I would love for you guys to go along with me. So again, my name is Tosh. Uh, I appreciate you guys trekking along with me on this journey. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Um, You can uh, add to the group. I will send you an invite or you're already invited. You can look me up on Facebook, i.me.everything. The podcast is on Spotify. And I thank you guys so much um, for everything that you guys do with encouraging me. And if I am one of the ones that encourage you, like and share I.me.everything. Like and share the podcast. If I encourage you and give you words that give you a little insight of strength, send it out to somebody else. You just don't know how much people need to hear that you're going to make it. You just don't know how much people need to hear that it's going to be okay. People are struggling. Gas is almost $7 in some places. Food, meat. Chicken wings are $18. Oxtails, $26 a pound. I don't even want to talk about it because I'll cry. But food is so high. Daycare, $800 a month. The world ran out of formula for the babies. 
people need to hear that it's going to be all right. And not only hear that it's going to be all right, have a prayer, somebody on their knees praying for them. So it is all right. We got this and we're going to do this. We are going to chain together and we're going to help one another. We are going to send nothing but God's grace and mercy to each other. We are going to uplift each other. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to laugh with each other. And more so than anything, we are going to heal with each other. Thank you again. I love you all. I, me, everything.